This show is brought to you by the generous donations of our show sponsors, Matt Lewis, Laura Pickren, Irene Viarito, Daryl Delaney, Nico Batson, Darren Katzka, Ryan Royce, John Carey, Jessica Smith, the Cam family, Charles Compton, and David Scrams, as well as all of our generous patrons. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renew, to D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your Dungeon Master, Eric. And I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. <laughs> I'm Jeff. <laughs> and welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? All kinds of fun stuff. Got into a fight. Beric was a sparrow. Briefly. He was also confused briefly. <laughs> That's true. Not a confused sparrow, though. Booyah, That's true. Booyah got to use decks for a steed. A That's p- true. P- steed. A noble steed. Bornell's pet ghost, ri- ghost tigers as- arrived. And I got a horse. <laughs> and title. <laughs> oh, yeah. Title. I, am, I am officially the Lord of Mistmarsh. Um, I think that happened two episodes ago, though. Anyway. Fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, where we last left you, you all are in um, the courtyard um, of a very nice part of town. Um, I, I, I feel like like Barrick's been to Roet a few times. Do I have any idea where I am? You're, you're, just, in, you're just in the nice part of town. But, okay. Yeah. Um, you're, you're right outside the door of like one of the most reputable wine merchants in town. Um, so, um, <laughs> that courtyard, uh, Dex wants to examine the area dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't um, know why he just does. <laughs> has a feeling deep within his soul. Um, has been here, but yes, the, the storm raging seemed to clear everybody out of here. So it's just you all in the courtyard. Um, you still hear the sounds of battle off in the distance. Um, the, the city is not quiet, but uh, this courtyard is for the time being. And you have two prisoners. And two guys coming towards and us. two guys coming at us. Yes. Mert and his, his friend are running down the street towards you. A, a portly, fancy-hatted, now, ex- now out-of-breath guy named Mert. <laughs> I gotta say, as soon as, like... The more you have described him, the lower he has fallen in. My, oh yeah, in my in my estimation of like his status of dignity or something like that, it, he looks funnier every time you describe him. Yeah, because he was like now for some reason. Now, as, as soon as he became like out of breath and a little bit chubby, the hat got really small. Right in remember, my mind, remember when he was the fur-lined commander of a squadron of King's Lies? <laughs> he just had to run 500 feet as fast and, as he could, and now he's like, "Tell me how dignified you all will look after that." Not at all. <laughs> 500 feet as fast as you can. I mean, I don't know that I would be that red-faced. Okay, that's true. You know what? I can't run very fast. So that would not exert me a whole lot. <laughs> hey, our uh, two prisoners that are kneeling, do either one of them look like they're injured fairly badly? No, they took a, a couple licks, but nothing bad. All right. Booyah's not going to heal them then. Um, But they also see Mert 
coming. Mm-hmm. All, right, all right, don't get excited. Now look, fellas, I'm, we're not going to tie you up. We're not taking you prisoner. We just needed the five <laughs> I literally opened my mouth to describe Barrett tying them up. <laughs> Dex says as Barrett ties them up. As Barrett reaches for, as, as he sees Barrett pull out rope and, oh, nope, nope, okay. okay. And Barrett just stows the rope back in his pack. I just, I don't, we don't need to tie nope, him up. Nope, that's fine. I mean, if they act funny, we'll just put them on the ground. They so, are on the ground. No, unconscious. In the ground? No, that's dead. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's the other guys. Technically, we're all on the ground. One way or another. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff left again, everybody. Um, so what does Mert do? So Mert, uh, once he arrives on the scene. He's kinda, more outnumbered than he used to be. Yeah, stops and <clears throat> composes himself. All right. Now you've. Killed some of my compatriots. To be fair, they tried to kill us. And they tried to kill King. Yeah, I just took down the guy that was trying to kill the king. I think you'll thank me for that one later. One of your one of your boys tried to kill the king. Your mage actually cast a spell on me that actually caused me to kill him. So that You should get better. I regret the fact that he's dead, but I don't actually feel personal remorse regarding and see other to live. L- Listen, I don't. <laughs> These m- men were sent here to apprehend three for questioning. I still have my orders to apprehend the man who claims From to be born. Whom? My who commander. Who has given you these orders? All right. Well, we're interested in going and seeing her. So that's where we're headed next. Also, you know that apprehend is a real hostile sounding word, right? Like <laughs> escort. Like gives escort a try. Okay, we are sent to take them back to our headquarters to question them right. surrounding Le- the incident currently going on around. It sounds a little better. Allow me to put something to you, Mert. I'm going to try one more time. Do you need drink of water? You look tired. <laughs> Do you have prior experience with Commander Zerda? She's been my commander for the past month and a half. And before that? No. Did, Did she you know of her before that? Right. No. And I don't see right. how that's now, relevant. You don't see how that's relevant? That she arrives at the exact same point that the false king arrives? I? You don't see how the false king arrives, creates a new entity, and puts someone you've never heard of. You've been in the Citadel for years. And and you don't see how that's relevant. And you're how that so is a question. And you're so concerned with coincidence when it comes where the real king comes back right after the false king died. That coincidence. No, they don't put you. stupid people in the dark lantern the mert. So you aren't stupid. Listen. Clearly, you all either were never or were very poor military men. I have my orders, and until those orders change, if I don't follow them, then bad things will happen to me. It's not self-preservation, but I am doing what I can for my country. You can kill me. That's fine. 
You'll just show who you really are. We're, I look uh, over it. <laughs> I laugh. I actually laugh. Oh, Mert. Far worse people than you have condescended to me like that. And I turn and I look at three and I say, do you happen to know where Kor and this Commander Zerda are right now? Sorry, who are you looking at? Three. 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 Presumably they're at the Citadel headquarters. Uh, we heard they were organizing matters regarding the uh, the riot. Uh, they, they would be doing it from there, organizing troops and trying to do what they can. Right. Uh, three, you have... Uh, well, I'm going to ask this out because I think Philip would know. Or I think Beric would know. Um, does Beric know does three command a detail? Uh, no. Or is it just... Okay, it's just three. Uh, at this point, Mert steps in between you two talking. Three. You know me. Come with me. Make this easy. What's funny? I admire your persistence. This is not going to go the way you think it is. We think you lead us to trap. I'm not asking to lead you anywhere. Right. You're Go wherever you please. Including you with you. to trap. Now, wait a minute. You just told me that I've killed some Citadel agents and you're going to let me just walk? The city guard can deal with you. I have my orders can to, they? to take the man who claims to be King Boronel and the Agent 3, who the false king has been operating beside this entire time, in for questioning. Now, you said we can go where we please. Does that include along with you and the king? No. Well, then no dice, bud. Then kill me. <laughs> Come on. I feel like there's a lot of options so between here and there. So dramatic, Mert. Come on. I, if I, you're not going to give me what I want, then you should just kill me. No. That ain't how we're going to do this. Are well, you done? Are you done bullying? Are you done? Oh, am I bullying you? <laughs> is that bullying? This is an adult. <laughs> You're strutting around here, claiming how you can get past me, kill me, do whatever you want to me. Talk We're trying to give you advice. We're I'm not interested in your advice. I'm interested in doing my job as an agent of the Citadel. They're if not you just are standing in orders. my way of doing that, we are. Then we are. What are you going to do? Yeah. No. What are you going to do? I'm not killing you. What are you going to do? Because they're not going anywhere. I'm standing us. in your way. Do something. He attempts to walk past you towards three. I step between them. I and I I come right up next. Bow or uh, bow, <laughs> like quarterstaff looking. You back. pick. Are we fighting or are you stepping away? I'm readying a spell. Um. Those other two guys look like they're getting froggy, or are they just still on the ground? They're still on the ground watching okay. what's happening. And the other guy with Mert? He's he's watching. Okay. And it's not his caster? Yes. The it other is. one that ran up with him is a caster. Yes. Yep. Okay. The one that was with him. Right. Can I roll... Perception to see if it looks like he's prepping something. Sure. 
yeah, it's a big one. Uh, 31. 31. Uh, it doesn't seem like he's prepping a spell pre-combat or okay. anything I mean, like that. It has to be like gathering components for I'm me like, to notice Booyah, it. Miz. <laughs> yeah, not that I would know any of the somatic stuff, but he, he was, you know, gathering eyes of Newt or whatever. I mean, you might not be able to identify the spell, but you've, you've hung around with Barrack enough that you know, the, you know what somatic gestures look like. Fair enough. What's Mert doing? Um, he's just really sitting back, taking stock of what got him here. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's factual. Uh, Barrick, 19. He moves? No, he's he's attempting to physically do something to you. Like what? He's trying to trip you to get you out of his way. 19. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that hits me. Okay. Now, wait. What, how is he doing this? Because he's sidestepping to where one of his feet is next to yours and pushing it you up against his extended. Is that leg. not an opposed attack? Is that not an opposed check to, to physically grab me and throw me on the ground? When Dex trips people, I don't oppose it. I, yeah, I, okay. I just I just That's view what it as the a, rules would say. I've never treated it as a attack for it, unless he's. Um, I, okay. I, I assume just because I was using. Yes, that hits. Um, so you stumble out of his way, and he reaches out and grabs three's arm. Okay, I hit him with Eldritch Blast. Well, see, I was going to hit him in the back of the knee. As soon as I saw him go drop Barrick, I just want to put my thing in the back of his knee, pin him to the ground with it. But but, but Philip's working through some stuff, so I'm going to let him. Three beams of Eldritch Blast. 16, 19, 20. Jeez. And Booyah's obviously going to pop his spell off. Hey, Booyah, what were you doing? Cast silence on the forehead of the spellcaster. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Okay. So what's the mechanic it's, there? It's uh, silence in, I believe, a 20-foot radius. But what does he need to... And nothing. It's just silence is cast on him. Uh, no sound can be created within or passed through a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range. Um, he is immune to thunder damage and creatures are deafened while entirely inside it. Okay. Casting a spell that includes a verbal component is impossible there. How, okay. How close is he to us? I mean, so we're all silent now. Silent and deafened. Okay. Once I see those Eldritch Blasts hit, what happens to... I mean... He goes sprawled out on the ground. I mean, he just got unexpectedly hit in the side. Oh, did I hit him? Yes. Oh. With how many of them? I thought, sorry, hold on. Oh, you were thinking magic Six, missile, weren't you? I 16, 19, 20. Yeah. 16, 19, 20. The, all of those hit. Yeah. Ooh. 24 force damage total. Okay. 
So yeah. And he's just on and the I ground. stand back up. He didn't get moved or anything. Oh yeah, he got moved out of the way. So I'm gonna go. And I stand back up and I put myself between him and three again. If he's sprawled out on the ground, I'm just gonna put the end of my ribbon weave in the center of his back, just like pinning him a little bit. Okay. And uh, but he didn't get moved far enough to be out of the sphere, did he? No. Okay. Um. Well, he's going to try to stand up, so I guess a pose strength check for you to hold him down. Okay. Uh, I'm a, a, a 11. So uh, he, he only got a 9, so oh, he's trying to stand up, but can't. He is portly, remember? <laughs> mm. Um, He's an old soldier, like, <laughs> um, who up until today has had largely a desk job. And I so, lean down to him and I say... That's right. Nothing. Because somebody cast a silence spell. That's smart, though. It is smart. It's that was, no, that was really that was really good. It's clever. It's just what are we gonna? Everyone, give me perception checks. I mean, it's not hearing based, is it? No. Natural okay. twenty. Okay. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. I mean, it's a twenty-six, but I rolled a natural one. Okay. Oh, you rolled a natural one. Okay. Um, Philip, what would you like to do with your twenty? other than I mean I can't stop you if you want to use your 20 for ghost tigers but there's plural that's what I said I said ghost tigers oh okay it cut out the S got dropped um no I'm going to be more practical because I think I know what we're about to do what, what, what our next move has to be um okay this is what I would really love more than anything else this, I don't know. This is complicated. It's not very big, though. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Thorin, back at the ranch. Thorin has successfully located Drakir and Bala on the on the edge of on, on the edge of the river. Okay. Okay. Bidding farewell to Stratos the shark. They have been making their way back into the city because Thorin has alerted them to information to relevant information. On their way back into the city, just a few minutes ago, they came upon this wonderful horse riding away from our battle scene. And Drakir has befriended it with animal friendship and now comes riding up with Bala and and Thorin. It's complicated, but... Sure. But it's cool. What you see with your perception check. Um, but Jeff's one is that Drakir kills the horse after he's done. <laughs> no, it's now it's now Drakir's close I, friend. I know I that's what Jeff's one is. Um, <laughs> son of a. <laughs> well, um, you know, unfortunately, you guys toying with me like this has made it to where the only thing I care about until the end of this campaign is getting a horse. I will derail every single mission. If it means I might get a you horse. Go buy a horse. I can't. I have no money. I'm sure Booyah will give you a reasonable yes. loan. Yeah, no, there's probably uh, as Lord of as Lord of Mistmarsh, you get to collect all the rents. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, I'll just take their horses. <laughs> you have this one. Is a horse. <laughs> <laughs> say say what? Good. Proceed. Um, what what you two see? Um. And you, I was like, um, yeah. Um, 
you all uh, finally notice, you see Boronel standing nearby and he's trying to scream something, but the silence has caused it to where nobody can hear him or turn to look at him. Um, and as you all, as you all turn, you see from behind him, Drakir, Bala, and Thorin on a horse riding up. Well, you all see Drakir, Bala, and a dwarf riding up on a horse. I mean, Drakir is the only one on a horse. He he doesn't do the. He's not he's not carrying anyone. Oh, so they're just way back <laughs> they're, there walking. No, they're walking. They're, they're walking. Oh, okay. not like he's not coming in full gallop. He's just found this cool horse. Okay, he's got a ways to go after all this. So you know, fair enough. Useful horse. So it's a utility horse. That's what you all see. And Mert is still on the ground. Okay. Well, I mean, if you all aren't going to do it, uh, Mert's going to try okay, to stand well, back up again. Well, hold on. Bornell's, we can see Bornell trying to scream something. Yes. Do I, like, looking around, is Bornell trying to shout a warning of some impending danger? He seems to be shouting at all of you. Right, but I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying, I just wanted to make sure, look yeah. around, make sure it's not, make sure what he's not trying to shout is, look out, there's a, yeah. <laughs> you know, dragon. <laughs> look out, drow. Um <laughs> Well, this is oh, going so on. That's behind him. He doesn't see people. Booyah is going to calmly walk up to the magic user and just say, like, see if he'll follow him. Just move away. Okay. So he confusedly follows Booyah. And gets him out of the range. To the point where. where yeah, where you guys can suddenly see. Suddenly Borno. Because Borno Booyah knows what he did. Mid-syllable, you just hear him uh, screaming, stop. Um, stop. We've already killed Citadel agents. There's too much going on. Mert is a good man. Let him up. I step aside. Mert stands up and kind of wipes off his cloak. And... looks at the king and says, you know I can't stop. I know. Let's let's go to HQ. You can question me there. And Merc kind of looks and Okay. Eric falls in line next to the king. Yeah, so does Dex. Booyah releases the spell. Falls in line. <laughs> and you hear from the we see Mert. Mert, where are you taking the king? <laughs> he knows Mert. They were lanterns together. <laughs> I'm, uh, oh, Thorin. I'm taking him to HQ for questioning. Now, Thorin, you know, based on your time in Roat, since all the changes in the foundation of the eyes, mm-hmm. um, the eyes headquarters is not at HQ. They have a separate facility that they do questioning. So it's highly irregular that Mert would be taking the king for questioning at HQ. Okay. So, but I would know when he says HQ, he was talking about the citadels, yes. not the eyes. Um, why? The eyes headquarters is called the retina. Ugh. Not the socket. <laughs> the socket's pretty good. The iris. <laughs> the ocular cavity. The Oculus, that would be as, um, sci-fi. As Drakir rides up seeing Dex, he says, Dex, <laughs> I took your advice and killed the false king. I turned to Barrett. <laughs> Dex turned to Barrett and says, 
no, 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 no. I don't. I did not. He misunderstood something I said. I promise. You I said we needed to do things to support Beric. This seems very supportive. Oh, okay. I can see how you. Well, I mean, you're not not wrong. Also, this is Stratos, my horse. Eh, he looks slow. <laughs> See, I would just like to point out, there's elements of my narrative that frustrate you and get your, your blood pressure up. Philip actively antagonizes you. <laughs> I kill the horse. <laughs> Drakir would have no reaction to that. I pull out my dagger and I fireball this beautiful horse just because I'm angry. <laughs> Jeff Forsey is angry. <laughs> And I rolled a 27. <laughs> I you don't, don't roll to cast a fireball. You just do it. The horse gets a dex save. Will dex save it? Uh, anyway. Um, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to escort Mert to Citadel well. headqu- headquarters. <laughs> okay. There's four Citadel agents. There's now there's seven people. There's now five people. Citadel agents. Yeah, but one of them's on our side. There's now... I mean, he is. There's now seven. Uh, there's also this Commander Bala, so six. Deposed, I mean. <laughs> by, not by anyone who had the authority to do so. Uh, so there's seven of us walking with four of them. Who's escorting who? Yeah. And uh, Thorin. We're armed. Only two of them are. Thorin says, because uh, Krast is there. And Krast is the link to all of this stuff that he's heard little bits about. Oh, uh, Crest, is this your, is this your party that you, the, the barrack and the decks? Oh, <laughs> sorry. When you're speaking to Crest as Thor and I immediately right. go to Randy, you must <laughs> respond now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. These are, these are the people I was telling you about. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, so I guess we're all going to HQ. Looks that way. Yeah. We're, uh, we're taking Mert and his companions here with us. Now, three, did you want me to go deal with what we were trying to deal with before these people showed up? Um, and three says it's... That was Crast. Yeah, Crast was speaking to three. It sounds as though the fighting is still going on with the Swords of Liberty. If you wanted to go tend to that situation, um, obviously I cannot be of any assistance over there. <laughs> and Drakir, who really doesn't get the social awkwardness that's going on here says oh yes the swords of liberty were responsible for it all <laughs> and just <laughs> quiet washes over everybody in the circle as and, and Drakir nods conspiratorially to Krast and Thorin just like does not look either one of them in the eye <laughs> but Drakir rode up and said I killed the king I killed the false king <laughs> It's because of everyone in this everyone in this situation, Drakir is the only one in a good mood right now. Drakir has had a fantastic day. Um uh, Well anyway, um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go deal help with deal with that situation. So good luck. I'll see you all later. 
And Crass breaks right. away and begins heading towards the sound of the raging battle. Um, well, there goes my connections to everything, so... <laughs> you want to come, Thorn? Oh, no, I'm definitely going. The with king. me? Or with, with them? Who's with, who's with Crass? Yeah. No, I'm going with the king. Okay. Well, see you later. Bye! So anyway, I'm Thorin. <laughs> and I guess we're going to my headquarters, so I may as well go with you. I'm Derek. <laughs> this is Dex and Booyah. Hey. You're Thorin? Um, I was... I've met your brother? Half-brother. Yeah, uh, a couple days ago, and um, we have been working together since then. Is this, are you grokking what I'm putting down, Beric? Am I what? Is that Dwarvish? <laughs> no, it's actually English. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, I, uh, I understand that we understood that Krast had a Contact here, I presume that to be you. Uh-huh. And I gotta say, I appreciate the information you brought and the results it led to. Yes. Uh, we didn't quite know it was going to escalate to this level. Boy, but, me neither. Uh, but no, I can't say I'm unhappy to have the, the right king back in... Oh, uh, this is King Bornell. I don't know if you've actually met him. Yeah, I guess I'd probably drop to a knee. <laughs> when, that, when that happened. Uh, Barrett gives a look at Mert. Your, your lordship, it's, uh, it's wonderful to have you back. I hope we can work towards uh, fixing all the stuff that really broke while you were gone. I hope so, too. Thank you for your help, Thorne. Um, and I'm still on my knee because all right, <laughs> we're, we're getting further away from me. Get up, Thorne, catch up. And I get up and I say, Mert, isn't it great? The real King's back. Why are we going to HQ? Why can't we just take him to, uh, his throne room office? Because we need to question slash debrief, uh, the commander King. Zerda. We need to debrief commander Zerda. And ensure that she's not, in fact, a changeling agent of the Riedrin Inspire. Do I do I know that name? I mean, yeah. Okay, I just didn't she's know how the, secretive they were. She's the head of the eyes. So, right. Yeah. And I guess the eyes, if they have emblazoned of tabards, are not super covert. So. No. Yeah. No, um, it's, very, it's very much an inquisition as opposed to a spy network. You know, that seems like a weird thing to say, but at the same time, that makes so much sense to me now. I thought so. Yeah, like, that's not... That's not my orders, Thorin. Well, that's what we're doing anyway. That's what they may be doing. That's what we, the King Three, uh, and everyone here, I'm with sorry, any sense, is going to be doing. The King agreed to come with me to headquarters. To the headquarters of the Citadel, which is where we're going. To. And you're welcome to ask questions. You know what? I would invite you to ask the King all the questions you like as we go. And Drakir looks down because he's Drakir. He just would, and looks over to the decks and sort of nods towards Mert and goes, does the 
yeah. hand yeah. across the throat gesture. The throat slit gesture. <clears throat> uh, definitely not yet. Maybe not ever. Definitely not yet. All right. All right. Andrew Kier falls in falls in falls uh, in line with everyone on his horse. And Thorin, Thorin looks to I guess who I guess Booyah, <laughs> and goes, uh, "Can he? Can he really do the stuff he says he can do?" Referencing Jakir. Okay. Oh, he do all kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> There's a shiver and a gulp. Okay. Um, so yeah, after uh, a few minutes of walking, you all uh, reach a very well fortified uh, building. You cross the bridge um, to the center island of Roat, um, where things seem to be well fortified. There's some guards posted. Um, Mert, um, kind of as you all approach, turns to you all. Barrack shouts, "Make way for the king!" Um. The two guards kind of look at each other, and the the prince is in shields. Karnath, the, yeah, king shields. And well, I mean, they have eyes. Right? I assume the king is walking near the front of our procession. They they see um, Boronel, and uh, they drop to a knee. My lord, we we heard you were dead. I'll take this one. Uh, <laughs> as Bornell begins to speak, <laughs> would he have? <laughs> I, I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I was there. The, the 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 person who drank the wine that killed uh, them was actually a false king. Uh, it was a changeling who had been disguised as the king. The real king has returned, and we'd like to get inside, please. Uh, I don't know if Thorin used to be a shield. He probably wasn't. He probably was just a, a soldier. So, If you would send word ahead to the king's brother, that would be helpful. We'd love to have Kor here. And also, round up the ghost tigers. We hear... <laughs> my understanding is they have a special bond. With Remember how this happened several months ago? King Bo- the false King Bornell tried to talk to one of the pet ghost tigers and it nearly attacked him? That would never happen with a real Bornell. We should check that out. You know what's crazy? I think he's just making this up, but that might actually be accurate. Uh, I don't remember if the mage red tigers have a, are bonded to the king particularly. All right. So, see, you steal my horse, I give you tigers. No, that's fine. I and I I love you for it. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. <laughs> we have a one-sided relationship. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Great for me. Um, so the the king's shields look very uneasy as they um, look up in a tower, and the gate begins to open. Um, Mert uh, turns to Bornell and three and says. Once we get into headquarters, we we have uh, I called ahead on the walk, and we have a room, room prepared for um, the debriefing. Barrett looks to the king. Yes, my lord. If you want to grant this man an interview, that's obviously your prerogative, and I'm in a place to to tell you otherwise. But considering what we know, considering what has happened. 
Is it not more important that we first ensure that, the, that a high-ranking member of the Citadel, who is currently, as we understand it, with your brother, is not an agent of the inspired? When that is settled and things have been settled, I, you know, it, it, then at your leisure, let this man ask you all the questions he wants. But surely right now, the priority has to be on ensuring not only your brother's safety, but ensuring that someone with access to enormous resources in your realm is not an enemy. Beric, I... My reluctance to being questioned by Mert has already resulted in multiple deaths. If, if, if we try to walk past him and he stops us, what would you do to him? Knock him unconscious, leave him here tied up. I would like to think that these two gentlemen who are sworn to protect your life would be more than happy to restrain and sit with a perfectly healthy Mert here by the gate until it is your pleasure to call him to ask you as many questions as he desires. If he's not willing to trust Three's word, then he's not going to trust anyone's word. He wants you to trust your word. My half-brother here can cast zone of truth. He's not going to take, take our word for it. This man is fixed on orders that are not legitimate. The realm is at stake. I have no desire to shed blood. Uh, um, you know, I mean, it's a good point. Uh, hey, Mert. Well, everyone give me insight checks real quick. Ugh. 21. Okay. 14. I've rolled a lot of things that have mathed out to 21 tonight. <laughs> it seems improbable. I got a seven. Oh, Thorin, though. <laughs> Actually, Thorin would not. Yeah, okay. Thorin doesn't have the context for this. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, um, so Dex rolled a seven. Drakir actually would have the context for it if you want to roll for Drakir as well. Mm -hmm. Remember what Drakir's insight gets him. Uh, Drakir has a 17. Okay. Um, what did you get, Booyah? said yeah 14 okay um so Beric, you're the you're the only one that notices this as you're speaking to the king and he kind of takes a moment and stares off into the middle distance just thinking through everything and for a brief moment you note that all of the the light and fire and joy that you had seen from the king through like when you all would get into a fight or sneaking around towns that's all just gone at this point and the the weight of these decisions that he's having to make again it seems that he he just seems tired the Boronel that mm -hmm. you met before that day in Stormreach seems much more in line with the Boronel you're seeing now um and he just hangs his head and Drakir you can cast zone of truth Icon. Mert. 
if one of your mages can detect magic and know that Zone of Truth's being cast, and I verify that I am Bornel Irwinarn, would that suffice enough for me to go with my companions to resolve the issues with my brother? And then I will return for your questioning. And Mert leans over and whispers in his uh, mage's ear. And the mage kind of nods and Mert says, Very well. Presto. And I guess he's not trying to, you can choose not to resist. Yeah, you right? can yield on the saving throw. And so then, after Drakir snaps dramatically, um, <laughs> he casts the spell. Again, Drakir's having a wonderful yeah. day. The mage kind of holds his hand up, and you see Shimmer in front of his hand, and he looks at Merton and nods. Are you, in fact, King Boronel Irwinarn of Breland? And Boronel looks at him and says, I am. Truth. Well, I mean, there you go. Dex, that poison we found, it made the person melt, not simply die. I wish I had rolled to save because all I can do, I'm compelled to be like, <laughs> gross. <laughs> we, we, should be, we should be more careful with it. Well, I mean, we've been pretty careful. Melt, you say? And Tor <laughs> goes, oh, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Mert kind of nods and says, my king, I will be awaiting your instruction. And, um, yeah, Mert just kind of turns to his mage friend and shakes his head and walks away. Right. Uh, I, I could take you to where the eye is headquartered. Is that where Zierden? No, there is. We understand she's where you're at. Oh, there. That was Mert's attempt at a compromise, is he would lead you all to where Zierda was unopposed so he could question the king while you all That's right. did your business. All right. Then in that case, Thorin keeps his stupid mouth shut, and Dex says, So, uh. uh well, we, we should um, head on in. Yeah, there we go. All right, let's go. Thorin and swipes his badge. Let's everybody go in. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I've- I've now looked it up. There's no evidence that the ghost tigers are particularly bound to, to him, but a weird fact. Killing a ghost tiger of any kind in Breland is punishable by prison or death. Because hmm. Bornell really likes them. It's like the king's deer in Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. The king's ghost tigers. Um, so, yeah, you all are able to easily follow Bornell as he makes his way to Kor's uh, office um, in a very well-fortified um like structure building that is the Citadel HQ. Um, and uh, you all see um, two, uh, two swords or two shields standing guard outside the door of Kor's office as Boronel approaches. And um, they kind of see you all coming and avert their eyes and like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, can't, can't let anybody in. Look, look at the man to my right and 
Try again. We were specifically told, I don't care if Bornell himself walks up to this door, do not let anybody in. Who said so? Zerda. Zerda is not the commander of the Citadel. And they're just stone. They, they can't even look any of you in the eye. Like they're, they're mortified right now. Listen. It's been a day. We don't want a fight. That's stupid. But let me tell you something that I believe to be absolutely true. I believe there is a good chance that Zerda is a changeling. In league with the same people who placed an imposter on the throne of Brelin for the last two months. She is in there with the king's brother. And that means the king's brother is in danger. You want to come in with us. You come in with us. Stand aside. Open the doors. Or come with us. But we are going in. We can go around you or we can go through you. We really don't want to have to go through you. We'd be very happy to go with you. Absolutely. You you hear one of them mutter very softly, she has our families. How would you like to fall down and pretend that you have been knocked unconscious and will make quite a big ruckus? Sounds like a fight. But it, we wouldn't actually like to knock you unconscious. You could say you never saw somebody snuck up behind How you. big is the uh, space that we're in right now? Uh, it's uh, it's a set of double doors, so uh, let's say the hallway total is 15 feet wide. Drakir dismounts. <laughs> he turns and says, Wait here, Stratos. You uh, suck. <laughs> um... They the the one that muttered underneath his breath. The other one seems petrified that this guy is talking to you. Um, as long you you don't need to actually knock us unconscious, but at least rough us up enough to where it looks like we took a beating. Barrack punches him in the face. Okay, Dex not, gets in on that. I mean, Barrack's not very strong, and and he's not trained very much in in like this kind of hand to hand fighting. So. It's not going to be a great punch, but Barrett can hit somebody hard enough to like leave a bruise. Yeah. Um, and, and he just sort of hopes that this guy's going to cooperate and just go down. So you punch that one um, and he falls to the ground. The other one begins to like freak out and reach for his sword. Please don't. Yeah. Uh, well, you got like six other people with you. Is anybody going to deal with that guy? Thorin says, Thorin says, uh, son, you don't want to do that. But yeah, kneecaps him. Like shoots him in the kneecap, no. <laughs> punches him, hits him in the knee. Well, that's not going to do anything. No, Thorin. Yeah, was pretty strong. Thorin punches him square in the nose. Okay, so one in the knee. He bends over. The dwarf punches him in the nose. Yeah, um, and he crumbles on the ground. <laughs> I mean, I've got some real strength here. So the Booyah walking up and just punching him in the kneecap. <laughs> You can at least kick him in the shin. That hurts. <laughs> I could have hit him somewhere else. But <laughs> That's true. I know, but it just makes me. Oh wow! When you said kneecap him, I thought you just pull out Plater Justice and just pop one <laughs> in his knee. Dex, Dex turns. Took an arrow to the knee. So, so they're both down. 
They're both down. Dex turns to Barrick and says, should we like tie them up? Because right. one is actually unconscious and the other one's faking it. I don't think there'll be trouble. Well, especially not this guy, right? All right. So the door. Do the doors swing in? Please. Um, yes. Please. Yes. Are we just going to kick it open? Try. Oh, I want to do the, I want to do the, like the Aragorn at Helm's Deep. It's like a swing them open. Go awesome. for it, buddy. Live your bliss. I just Why did. don't you ride your horse That's in? That's what happens. Just shoves the doors open. And, and, and we're like just very like the hero pose arrayed behind yeah. him. Barrick, and there's a horse. Dex, <laughs> Booyah, kind of surrounding Boronel. Thorin's in there. Jakir's in there. Commander Ball is back there. There's a horse. Everybody, <laughs> everybody who has things that glow, they're glowing. Everybody that's got things that shine, they're shining. Dex is resplendent in his white Booyah's armor. Halo is just lets his immensely. hair down. Just... Booyah's halo is going. <laughs> you know what? I got my Iun stone on. And Thorin is just and Thor is just like these people are terrifying and amazing. I'm here. Should I be here? He looks um, at Commander Bala, the only other normal, close to normal person in the room. And turns out she's got tentacles now. I don't know what's happening with her. <laughs> she um, has tentacles. Your cure kills her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think the most dramatic formation would be Barrett flinging the doors open and then immediately flanking him are Boronella and Bala, the wrong parties. And then right, right beside them are you two. Sure. So, rewrite mm-hmm. my thing. That's fine. Never mind. I'll put <laughs> no, don't. I'm joking. My I am thing. joking. That's don't fine. you. You got it. Don't you um, dare cut that. <laughs> um, so yeah, the doors fling open and you see Core uh, and Zirda um, over Core's desk um, looking at a map of the city and they start and look at you all. And, and Barrick says, uh, Zirda's title is... Um, I think we've... Director. I don't remember if we've heard it. I mean, she's head of the, the head of the king's eyes, but yeah. What's the what's the title of a head of the branch of the the core is a command is the commander of the citadel. What's the head of a of a branch called? Yeah, because she's just, well, she's just over the Sharn Dark Lanterns. Um. Oh well, the head of the king's eyes would be the Grand Inquisitor, obviously. So okay, has anyone called her that? In, in <laughs> you would know uh, if we want to. If we want to just add in that you referred to her when Thorin referred to her when you found out that they were going after Zirda, you would have said, "Oh, the Grand Inquisitor," and uh, he felt gross I'm, about it because I don't like that. <laughs> if not, then that's fine. No, I was, I, I'll, I'll okay. let you have the moment. You've heard okay. the title. Beric says, "Grand Inquisitor Zirda, if if you are in fact simply a loyal citizen, then I apologize for this." And I touch, and I and I summon um, uh, Erebus and cast Moonbeam directly on her. If she's a shapeshifter, she has disadvantage on this saving throw, okay. uh, which is a Constitution saving throw, I believe. Let me double check. Yes, a Constitution saving. That is a nineteen. Okay, with disadvantage. Oh, dis- no, she doesn't have disadvantage. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Cool. I thought. What? I thought he said she had to make. If she's, she's a shapeshifter. Oh. Yeah, yeah. If she's a shapeshifter. 
Um, cool. Uh, then she takes some damage. <coughs> she takes seven radiant damage. Okay. And seeing that she does not immediately revert into a changeling, I do not concentrate on the spell. Oh. You weren't going to try to shift it to core just to see, just to check out core. Feels, mm-hmm. like, feels like we should check out core first. Well, that's a fair point, but um, if you think Beric thinks rationally today, you are very wrong. And so, and so Dex says, why didn't you check core? What is it with you people? You check the one, the one person, and then three did the true side thing just on one guy, and then killed it. He could have come back here. That thing lasts for a while. He could have come back here, and he could have seen a dozen people that were uh, actually changelings. But instead, he was just like, "Well, this one's right," and, he, and you, the decor's right there. I swear, I swear. I love that that happened right after the moment in the silence that follows. <laughs> That's how it would happen. Ow! No, I I love it. Zirda kind of straightens herself up and says, who are you and what do you want? Well, uh, well this is Boronel Irwinarn. He's the king of Breland. And we're trying to put things back the way they are. Excellent. Welcome back, King Boronel. We have much to discuss. And Kor kind of walks around his desk and walks up and rather quickly and then stops and extends a hand and shakes Boronel's hand. You've, uh, you've been missed. You too. Um, let's get to work. And so he walks over to the desk as well. Um, and Zirda walks up to you all as Cor and Boronel begin frantically talking back and forth. Not aggressively, just like trying to catch up, sort out everything. Thank you for your role in returning King Boinell. You will be uh, compensated uh, accordingly. I, can I? Beric does not move. Yeah, I'd like to ask, can we ask you some questions? Very well. I mean, you know, I know what the irony, uh, but uh, what? Where were you? You apparently, from what we've heard, and it's only been from a few people. Oh, has the Thorin? Has Thorin? Had Thorin heard of her before? Before she was Grand Inquisitor? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, more than a couple people have told us that they didn't even know who you were before you got this big job. So, do you mind if we just ask where you came from? Oh, uh, that's fine. I'm I'm actually not a British uh, citizen. Hey, me neither. I, I don't know if you can tell from the accent. No, I'm I'm from I'm from Stormreach before it fell. Oh, uh, well, apologies for that. Uh, it's 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 fine, but um, would you do? Were you one of the? Oh, what they call the people down there? <coughs> Didn't they have a guard down there? <coughs> they had the uh, storm cloaks are the city guard, and then the iron watch. Iron watch. That's the one. The you war, they're, they're the iron war watch are all warforged. Oh, okay. Well, that would be insulting, maybe, to ask her. Um, no, I was um, under the tutelage of uh, uh, Stormlord Selshadra. Is that the one that hosted the party? It's the one that 
uh, spoke to you at the Red Ring, the gnome. Oh, woman. right. The creepy one. Yeah, she sucked. Well, the creepy one that wasn't like possessed by a crab monster. Mm. Yeah, he was creepy. That was also creepy. Uh, oh, right. Actually, you know, I met her once. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, again, apologies for the... It's likely that we were in Stormreach at the same time then. I left here shortly uh, after the invasion. I was a refugee to Breland. We were we were there the day it fell. We were leaving it, and it began to... Yeah. He, and some insight... <laughs> That's a good idea. Por favor. Is she a dirty, rotten liar? I'm not going to be the best to. Okay, Dex didn't get it. 16. Uh, 15, Barrick. 18, Drakir. <laughs> Natural 20 for Thorin. Yes! Stone Knuckles! <laughs> of course. Of course it'd be Thorin. Dex rolled um, a 9, which is a 14. What would you like to do with your 20? Man, I'm open to suggestions. This is a weird place for it to hit. Uh, if I don't know if Core is a changeling, he does something to tip his hand for Dex. That would, yeah, that would be great. I'd like to be able to kind of glance over at Core and see if I notice he only put four fingers on one hand accidentally or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. Um. Core does not give any indication that he's a changeling. What, um, what about is 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 she a little dirty lot rotten liar? You get the sense there's a lot of half truths coming out of her mouth. Okay, um, not not totally lying, but she's being cagey. Okay, but we do know for absolute certain that she is definitely not a changeling because she would have reverted under the moonbeam if she was right. Well, if she had failed her save, she would have. Okay, so because because in fiction you all do not yeah, know we, whether or not she will have a disadvantage. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. We know it, they we, don't. The spell is only if they fail the saving throw do they revert yeah. back to their natural right. form. Right. So we still don't so really she know. Could be, but we don't know. We don't really know. Okay, cool, fine. It's it's an awkward situation because meta we know, right? But in narrative we don't. So I should have rolled twice and just told you like I'm going to roll twice to master. Oh, that's a good idea. That was yeah. just never occurred to me how to deal with that spell, but that's a good solution. Um. I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, well, um, nope, not him. All right, well, uh, nope, not him. He doesn't know. Okay, here's the thing. Um, uh, Grand Inquisitor, uh, there's a guy right now who is being held by the eyes. Uh, a, was it Leonato? Cat. I think so. Le- uh, a, a Leonato uh, Castor Lantern? Castan Lantern. Castlevania. Yes, the wine merchant. He, I, I I, guess I have to tell you that he had no idea what was happening. Are you saying that you knew what was happening? I'm, that was me. Yeah, I'm saying that he knew what was happening. Okay. Um, and... Who killed the city official? What city official? The inspector that was found behind the wine merchant shop killed. Who was sent to inspect the wine? I don't know anything about that one. Yeah, I genuinely don't know. I saw. I never saw a wine inspector. Well, we were not holding the wine merchant for regicide because obviously it was not the king, but he is being held for murder. No. 
Well, that is a shame. I can assure you he didn't kill anyone. I, I just just uh, simply of the... I, I, I was there at one point in the day, you know, around the time of the festivities, and I was there earlier. If you would like to come uh, speak with my inquisitors to give a testimony on his behalf corroborating his alibi, we'd be more than welcome to have you. I, does Thorin know anything about the... The, Inquis- the Inquisition is, like, really overbearing and, like, people aren't a big fan of them, mm-hmm. but Thorne wouldn't have gotten a sense they were evil. Like, does he, does he <laughs> know? Has he, has he heard tell that when you're questioned by the Inquisitors, it's not just in, like, an interview room? It's, like, with, I don't know, thumb screws and whatever. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot that's come out about the questioning processes of the Inquisition. Like some of the stuff they do is able, like Thorin would know because he's a Citadel agent. Mm-hmm. Like when that guard said they have our families, mm-hmm. all Citadel agents, once the Inquisition was, or the eyes were created and uh, Zirdra was made the grand inquisitor, she set up lodging for all Citadel agents' families to where you could live there for free. But a lot of people question the sincere, like, is this a kind gesture? Or if people get out of line, you know where our families are kind of thing. Mm. So there's a lot of shady stuff that is bothersome, but nothing out and out evil. And you haven't heard people coming to testify being tortured. There's, There's like... Prisoners, like, right. like they found other spies from other nations. It went poorly for them. So here's what Thorin says. Thorin says, well, um, I really don't think I have uh, the time for that. But, you know, I told you and you're their boss. If you tell them, you know, that's, that's bad. Yeah, there you go. You want to give me a persuasion Thorin. check? What'd you say? Thorin, we don't know anything about this missing wine inspector. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. How I could just... we possibly testify on this poor man's behalf? You're right. I don't know anything about the missing wine inspector. I just I'd be more of a character thing, really, for the for the for the wine guy, you know? I'm just saying. We only spoke to him for a very short amount of time. Yeah. Well, we will do our investigation and act accordingly. Beric has stepped over towards the king because it has now occurred to Beric that what those guys said and sort of leans in to the king and says uh, my lord, um, recall that the guards said that the Grand Inquisitor has their families? Um, I'm sorry. Bornell, who is this? Oh, sorry. This is Beric Rowan, uh, Yurik's boy. Oh. Um, hello, Beric. Um, my lord, Cor. So the, 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 they told you that we have their families? Not you, not we, she in particular. We, we've we set up lodging for all Citadel agents' families to make them comfortable and uh, just provide lodging and things like that for them. Um, sort of a barracks-based uh, type situation. Um, some of the conspiracy theorists think that Zirdra would harm the families of those not in line, but that's... Well, I have some knowledge of her uh, former employer... And I can tell you that's not entirely unplausible. Yes, I'm I'm familiar with Lord Selshadra's tactics, and I've I've kept a close watch on 
Zirdra, and I, I haven't seen anything to give me indication that she's done anything yet. <clears throat> this is strange. Have you ever seen her in danger? In danger? No. No. Why? Well, I, I was going to ask you if some sort of strange purple translucent crab claws manifested themselves out of her. Uh, I, but if you haven't seen her in danger, you wouldn't be able to answer that. Well, I can say with 100% certainty that no, I've never seen that. Well, it, it seems to manifest primarily in situations of danger. Very well. There were no crab claws as our, our fake king melted, were there? No. Okay. It happened awfully fast, that though. That happened very quickly. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <clears throat> um. That's a situation where you feel like that crab claw monster reacted. It was like, oh, oh, darn it. Okay. Um, so is there anything else that I can do for you, individu you individuals or um, we, we have much to attend to with the king? Barracks over near the king. I think Dex might. Uh, uh, excuse me, your your lordship. What would you like of us now? Um, nothing actually. Um, you've been great help. Um, I can reach into our coffers to give you some reward money for your efforts in uh, these trying times for Breland, and you can receive your coin and go. That sounds pretty straightforward. Well, I forgive me. I don't have much time to. We have rioting in the city and a uh, a ruler that has shown back up on our doorstep. So, right? I, yeah. Uh, do you want help with the rioting? Oh, the citadel agents are already out there dealing with it. I don't mean to be of offense to your citadel agents, but they, we've had tussles with them in the past and we don't tend to lose those so would you like <laughs> some help with the riot um and she turns looks over her shoulder to core because i'm assuming this conversation is loud enough to like fill the room and core kind of looks at her and shrugs and couldn't hurt so she says very well we will um if you can quell the riots uh, and assist our citadel agents, we will uh, pay you a handsome sum to go with the money that we are offering you for restoring the monarchy. And I, I say to Barrack, I say, I mean, we got nowhere to go till the ship gets here, right? You say to Barrack, what? We got nowhere to go until the ship gets here anyway. Uh, I'll, I'll be here. You have fun. I mean, there's nothing I can do here, so. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I just need to know, has Zirda reacted to the horse in the hallway? I mean, it's been a weird day, you know. Um yeah, Booyah we get money, we always need money, use money. Booyah go help Dex do what need be done. Unless we need Says the goblin weighing down the ship with gold lining the walls. I, I assume 
Commander Bala and Thorin would be on riot quelling duty anyway. Maybe not, because there's lanterns, not shields. Well, um, I mean, it's kind of an all-hands-on-deck situation. Okay. Um, plus, you remember, lanterns operate as members of oh, that's other right. that's right. agencies. Um, you know, as long as we no need nowhere else, so, you know, we are happy to help. I mean, Beric, you don't, do you need us to stay here for some reason? Do you? Uh, if you want to go, that's fine. All right. I'm just looking for a dust up. Drakir, you want to go mess up? Yes. Some, you want to go mess up some swords? That will seem to make it harder to frame them. Pardon me? Oh, yes. Part of our escape plan was to frame Swords of Liberty for the killing, but it seems since the king turned into a changeling before dying, that is unnecessary now. I suppose that's true. Right. And you seem awfully intent on framing the Sword of Liberty for the crime you I keep... I thought it would make Christ happy. ...that you keep confessing to. <laughs> I thought it would make Christ happy. Well, Christ is out there fighting him right now. He's probably having a blast. That's fair. He's That's a, fair. He's just cracking I've heads. Been, I have been taking your advice and trying to do more things to make other people happy. I know, and you're doing... I mean, I gotta say, I'm real proud of you. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> I will uh, stay here with Beric in case he has, I am needed. Well, okay. And if we're needed, I guess hit us on the stones. Very well. All right. Well, um, I suppose this is where we part. I, yeah. I, I have a feeling see you soon is more accurate for this. Perhaps. Okay, bye. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, so who is leaving and who is staying? This is just Thorin, Dex, and Booyah. Booyah and Bala would be going, right? Because it all hands on deck, or she got to get debriefed from her false incarceration and near I mean, execution. Bala's not going to stay here. Like Bala, Bala doesn't belong here, so she's right. gonna go deal with her own stuff. And Booyah's um, not gonna let Dex go off by himself. Okay. Hey. Um. So you all leave, mm -hmm. and the door's shut, and Zerja turns around and says, "Now, don't, don't, don't. What help do you hope to be here, you two? Oh, I've just built Drakir up as a very honest person in so, in, in, in so many ways recently. Uh, except for that one thing um, that he was very not honest about just a minute ago. Yeah. Um, but he didn't even make me roll deception for it. It was nice. Uh, Beric. Beric says, I've been with the king for the last... Two months, well, maybe not quite two months, and uh, uh, no offense, but until I'm more sure of things here, I uh, think I'll stay. 
to what end? May I be blunt with you? You may do whatever you like. You appeared at the same time as the imposter king. Or nearly so. And we've been encountering reagent agents with startling frequency. And I don't know about you yet. Well, I, being quite honest, don't know about you. So, that's um, fair. I suppose we can't have any high-level discussions about the defense of our city as long as there are people we don't trust in the room. I believe that I may flatter myself and say that the king trusts me. I do. <clears throat> what what needs to be do? What, what needs to be do, dude? Uh, um, <laughs> what me do? What must we do to defend the city? Well, um, the rioting is problematic. Um, but what is more is that um, word has reached uh, the Andarians that there are murmurings of blame at their feet for the death of King Borinel. Word has not spread up there yet of uh, the false nature of the former king, uh, but fighting has begun on the Andarian border uh, with our troops. So uh, Citadel agents here will try to quell the writing as best we can, but my king, it is time that we prepare for war. End of episode. <laughs> We're we're at over an hour, Philip. It's time to call it an episode. I want to go. I'm sorry. I'm gonna sit here and politic. <laughs> now that we've split the party in a very meaningful and I couldn't think of a reason that I would stay. Yeah, no, I I'm not begrudging anybody their decisions. And we couldn't beat just... the truth out of Zirda. <laughs> I don't know that we need to beat the truth out of her yet. She's all kinds of shady. She seems sinister, for sure. Thank you all so much for listening. If you'd like to be part of the conversation... Uh, we you haven't met anyone sinister group. who wasn't evil. Um, um, you want to start that over? <laughs> Thank so. you all so much for listening. Uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, you can head over to the Facebook group, The Geek Pantheon. We're also on Twitter and Instagram, at The Geek Pantheon. Uh, if you like what we do and like to be a part of our Patreon community, uh, we have a wonderful Discord and a DM spellbook where things like Drakir's class that Philip made is located. Um, so head on over to patreon.com slash thegeekpantheon uh, to check all of that out. Once again, I'm your Dungeon Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. We'll see you next time.